What is up? It's your host, Alicia, and you're here for a good time. It's so am I. Can you imagine if I used that line the moment I showed up to a guy's house for like a one night stand? Epic. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to season two of Here for a Good Time. Yes, season two. And I'm so excited for this season, not only for the amazing guests that we have coming up, and we had amazing guests in season one as well, but I really feel like I'm so clear on what I want this podcast and this brand to be and the community for it to cultivate because of the conversations that you all are starting in my DMs or emails or texting me about. And I am so excited to share more about what is to come with here for a good time. But I wanna kind of tell the backstory of how I came to that. And it most recently happened, it started about a month and a half ago, maybe two months, or you know what, maybe it's been going on for a long time and I didn't really realize it, or I didn't wanna come to terms with it because of so many outside factors. However, I own a marketing agency, so if you're new here, welcome, hello, or maybe you've been here for a while and you don't know that I own a marketing agency. That is what I do full time, and so I work with brands both in our backyard along with globally and help them with strategy, social media management, ads, all of that good stuff. And I realized as I was building the agency and had a team, which is now dissolved, it took away from what I really created the marketing agency for, and that was to be a marketer. And I wasn't a marketer anymore. I was in sales and operations. And yes, I know those are things to keep a business going, it took away from what I really enjoyed and I didn't start a business to be doing those things. And so I was like, okay, this doesn't feel right. And I was fighting against it for so long. And I think my team realized it as well of like, okay, something just isn't landing right in terms of our growth and you know how I was showing up for the business as well. And I feel like how the owner of a business shows up for it is also so telling of how your team will as well. And while my team produces or did produce really great work, I think there was such a disconnect between everything in the agency. And so a while ago when, you know, we started to lose clients for whatever reason, some brought it in house. I was like, okay, maybe this is the moment. And Tell me if you've been through something like this as well. But for me, at least, it was God really redirecting me and being like, hey, this was cool. It served its purpose in your life for the last five years and you did great and you did all these great things. But maybe that marketing aspect of your life doesn't look like an agency anymore. And maybe it looks more so as a freelancer and you get to still work on marketing campaigns with these really cool brands. And so I was like, okay, it just makes sense for my team to go advance their career somewhere else. And I am just going to rein it back. So I still get to work with really cool brands on the marketing aspect and still get to create really fun ideas, but I'm not head down in freaking operations and like sales all the time. Yes, I know sales is like everything. It's what you need to keep a business going, but it's not my job 24 seven. I still get the creativity of working on campaigns and new types of posts and all of that stuff with my clients and get to expand really on that consulting side of it too. And I guess I'm like creating this 
roll on my own terms and what fits for a lot of businesses that are in my circle right now and that I'm communicating with in order for them to get to the next spot. And I'm feeling so called to really go all in on the podcast and the brand around here for a good time. And the reason why here for a good time is called here for a good time is because I really want to not only bring you that big sister energy, but also be able to connect humans. I feel like I love, love, love gathering people. I knew I wanted to figure out how to bring that into here for a good time. And so that is where camp good times came into play. And I'm so excited because we're going to host our first event in January, which is camp good times winter. So think of like a winter camp with other women in their 20s and 30s. I have five people signed up already and I'm so excited for that because I get to just host and hang out and not have to be doing all this like business work on a retreat. I am so immersed in the business world. I probably will forever be. I have recently realized how important it is for me to not be in that space and take time away from that space and just do my own thing and be able to live my life and not be only associated to being an entrepreneur because I feel like that was my identity for the longest time. And so that is why I created Here for a Good Time because we are so much more than what we are on the internet. And so that is why you heard majority of these entrepreneurs last season who are not only my friends and thankfully so because they're all amazing, but because there's so much more to us and that we have such a driving force behind us. And I will share mine in a second as well, which I spoke about a bit in season one, but Camp Good Times is being activated in January in Montana. We're looking to have a good time with other women and do activities. We're going to be doing some vision boarding and obviously slide into my DMs. I would love to have you there. I'll also be hosting smaller events for communities kind of all over the place on the West Coast. So I'm up in the PNW and there's just going to be some fun paint and sip nights. And there's something so special about gathering women. I think when you gather women, regardless of whether anybody knows each other or not, we all make it work. We are so excited to meet one another. And I absolutely love that. I love that about my friends. And I love that we can also help have room for other women to come in and share space with them too, and make sure that it is safe for them to share everything that they need to. So besides Camp Good Times and the smaller events, I obviously will have the podcast ongoing. I'm thinking of a small online community somewhere as well, where women can ask each other questions, whether that is anonymously and get some feedback and stuff. I just really want to create a good time freaking community where we all get to connect and hang out. It is hard to make friends as a woman in her late 20s, 30s, because I think we are all on such a different path in life. And, you know, at that time, a lot of people are either settling down with their partners and they're getting into more serious relationships, which is totally fine. I have been there before and done that. But I feel like we always forget that girl time is so needed. I love my time with girls where we just get to hang out and shoot the shit. I don't even know if anybody says shoot the shit anymore. That kind of ages me right there. But I want to continue creating that for everybody around me, which includes you, the listener. And then I was talking about what drove 
me showing up finally as a podcaster and really stepping into that and a thought leader and somebody on the internet who shares a lot of things because I share a lot of my life on this podcast with all of you and there are going to be ways for you to share things about yourself as well. Ask me questions. So if you go on my website, you can actually send me a voice message and ask whatever question. It can be anonymous. You can tell me your name. It doesn't really matter. If you have a question, you're like, hey, I need some big sister advice. What do I do? Hit and submit your question right there and we can answer it together. I really realized that there was some inner work that was also blocking me from really following my dreams when it came to this podcast. And it was something I had dealt with when I was 12 years old. And if you really look back at your shit, this goes for everybody and anybody, okay? Unless you had like the most perfect childhood. In that case, I'm very jealous of you. But I remember this significant thing that happened when I was 12, which has now, I don't even know how many years, where I look back and I'm like, fuck, why did I let this get in the way? But even further than that, right when I started elementary, I was typically one of the only South Asian girls in the school. I grew up in predominantly white schools. My parents are fairly Western. We still have some South Asian culture and things that we do. Like, don't wear fucking shoes in the house, okay? No. When I've had friends come over and they wear shoes in the house, it is like side eye right away, okay? I don't care. Actually, you know what? I don't care what culture you're from. If you're wearing shoes in the house, that's a no. That is no. You don't know what type of shit you're bringing in. Literally shit. Keep your shoes outside. But there's still other things within our culture that my parents still practice. And it's it's this weird mesh always because I always feel like I wasn't ever South Asian enough for a South Asian crew, even though I had, you know, I had danced and I was like in Indian dancing for a really long time and all this other stuff. But I was also not Western enough for my Western friends. And so I was kind of like, where do I fit in? I'm like right here, literally. And then there's like these two different communities that I'm also part of, which is actually kind of cool because I got to intertwine them and it made me who I am today. Like there's so many things that I get really excited about when it comes to the South Asian culture, like our movies, prime straight musicals all the way through. I really stepped into that and really embraced that. And going back to when I was 12. So when I was 12, briefly told this story in season one, which I got so many questions about. A lot of you were in my DMs being like, who was this? And I was like, if you guess the name right on the first try, I will tell you whether it was that person or not. However, when I was 12, I went to a birthday party. It was both guys and girls. Yay, super exciting. Anyways, I was walking from the backyard to the house. On the deck were a group of guys who we were all like friends. And I remember walking towards the house and going past the deck. And one of these guys yelled out, Alicia only came for the cake. Obviously, all the guys laughed. And immediately, I know what he was getting to. And so I, at that time, 12 years old, imagine being looking at that and being like, oh my gosh, what the fuck was that? Like, why would anybody in their right mind say that? Anyways, so I immediately went home and I didn't really think about it because I obviously went to high school with this person and stuff like that too. But I didn't realize how much it had affected my life throughout the years as I got older. So things like eating in public, I didn't want to do because I didn't want people to be like, 
oh my gosh, like, did she only come to eat and stuff like that at a fucking restaurant? Like, what else was I going to do there besides eat? Like, hello, Alicia. But I hated eating in public because I didn't know what people were thinking. And these are, I think, thoughts that a lot of people, at least that I've seen online, have as well. Or times where I didn't even want to leave the house because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really insecure about the, you know, my size and stuff. What are people going to think? Are they going to think I'm lazy? Are they going to think this? So many fucking things were because of what this one person said when I was 12 years old. But if there is one thing I can tell you and you're raising kids, teach them to be kind. Teach them to be kind because I didn't realize how it was going to affect me growing up until I had to come to terms with it. And it was that constant, like one thing playing in my mind over and over and over again was, oh my gosh, she just came for the cake. Looking back at it now, of course I came for the cake. The cake is the best part. And so we're coining that came for the cake moving onwards because I want the cake to represent all the good things in life. Not only my life, but also yours as well. It's those joyous and delightful and like just sweet moments in life that you do life for. And so I want you to always come for the cake, not C-U-M come. I mean, you could come for the cake. I'd probably come for cake. Somebody offered it to me. I was like, "Mm, okay. Or you can come while eating cake. But think of those moments in life where you're like, you know what? No, I did come for this. I came for everything that I have worked for and the choices I made and whatever else have brought me to this moment, which in turn is the cake. This fueled me to create a brand. And so, yeah, I came for the cake. And this is a cake right here. It's this podcast. It is me being able to connect with other women and have them share their story and even men, because I'm hoping to have guys on the podcast as well. But it is the cake. This is the cake. And I came for it. I'm going to always come for it because I want life to be a fucking good time. Let me know something that you are working on so I can cheer you on and make sure that cake of yours is like three tiers, has candles, all the works on it. And I want you to celebrate coming for the cake as well. Yes, there's merch coming. How could I not do something without merch? I'm so stoked for season two and everything to come. And if you followed along in season one, there was one particular person in my life who I was constantly back and forth with. We had gone through breakups at the same time. And there were so many revelations that came from that for me shifting gears now into relationship stuff, because who are we if we're not going to talk about this? But I had a really terrible falling out with him about a month and a half ago. I feel like my entire world kind of crumbled a month and a half ago. If you haven't noticed, there was like things that happened. It was a domino effect, which is usually how all these things work. But we had a terrible falling out. And looking back now at everything, I realized that that needed to happen in order for us to let go of everything and be on the path that we are supposed to be on, regardless of whether that will bring us together at some point in our life or not. Right now, it just doesn't make sense. So things were going really well with us. We are two people who get along so well when we hang out. Like I shit you not, the entire world stops for me at least. And so we were totally fine. We were supposed to see each other in a few days. And we had a great conversation. We were planning like life shit together, okay? No, we weren't getting married or anything like that. But there was like things in life that we were planning together. 
And it's really important that I tell you that because it's going to kind of lead to what I realized I was doing. And I don't know if he realized he was doing it or if he had an intention of doing it, or maybe he wasn't doing that. But uh, we were planning a bunch of life shit together. And then during our conversation one night, I don't even know how we came to this, but he asked me, are you talking to any other guys? In that moment, I was like, well, it doesn't matter if I'm, you know, talking to these people who hit me up once in a while to see how I'm doing. We all have those. Don't lie to me right now. There's guys that hit you up after like a year or so and are like, hey, how's it going? Like, how are things with you? This and that. And you're like, oh boy, just leave me alone. But you're nice about it. Or like they, you know, do the hard eyes on your selfies and stuff like that. And my selfie game is pretty fucking strong. So why would they not? But I was like, hey, I don't really care about those. So I'm not going to say anything. And we aren't exclusive, which is another important point to bring out. And I'm not really talking to anybody because I'm in this phase in life where I really have to get my shit together. My business just fucking came crumbling down. I really don't care if I'm talking to guys or not. And so I said no. And then, of course, my curious ass decided to ask him if he was talking to any other girls. I don't know why I asked because I was like, Alicia, you are just so crazy sometimes. So like, why are you even asking this? But I asked and he said, yes, there's one. And in that moment, fight or flight right away. And I don't know if it was because I was putting my guard up of like not getting hurt or I was trying to figure out whether he was pulse checking me to see if I was jealous or whatever I was feeling or if he was setting me up to be like, hey, you know, I'm talking to somebody and then say a few weeks from now, if things were really going well with that, he could come back and be like, hey, I told you about this already. So you can't really be mad. And yeah, the end. So all those things played out in my head. And within like a few minutes, I messaged and I was like, you know what? I think for as long as we're going to talk and other people are going to be involved, I just think I'm going to end up getting hurt. So really looking out for myself, I only could talk for myself at that time because that is how I felt. And so I was like, I'm going to continue getting hurt. I This is like one person that I always just end up liking. I don't know if I've stopped liking him and it's just been like a thing since we met, but have you all ever had somebody like that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, tell me if I'm in the wrong. I know somebody's going to be like, you psycho little bitch. Why did you do this? But I did talk to a few of my guy friends and all of them kind of agreed with me, probably because they also know I'm a bit crazy, but they were like, hey, you guys weren't exclusive were you had you ever had this conversation of like what was going to happen and stuff and we didn't really i think we did indirectly but there was just a lot of shit just up in the air we had so much other shit going on like he had a separation slash divorce that he's dealing with i don't know if he's still dealing with it really have no clue what he's up to but i also had like my business stuff and figuring out all that stuff, getting my health back in order because of my IUD getting taken out. By the way, three-month IUD removal update. We are loving life, okay? I am officially down 20 pounds, which I'm so freaking excited for. And my period is back and we're regulated and we're tracking her. So yeah. But my guys had been like, hey, my guys, 
my guy friends had said, if you didn't create any boundaries and stuff like that, then he technically was just being honest. And yes, I do realize that you were defensive about it for so many reasons. And if he was smart, he would have been like, no, because this person apparently was like hitting him up from here, like time to time. And I was like, why is that even fucking relevant? Like, that is what I think set me off of being like, oh, fuck, is he prepping me for things possibly progressing with them and going to shit with us? I don't know. I don't know what happened there. Anyway, so him and I had a terrible falling out and we just stopped talking and <laughs> he blocked me on like everything. And I was like, okay, bro, cool. Like, love this for us. And that was that. But now I'm bringing everything together. So remember how earlier I was like, we were planning life shit together. I really realized looking back now and doing that work, work never ends by the way on yourself. But looking back now, I realized that we were two people who had very different dreams. And I almost got mad also in the lead up of all of this happening, that his dreams weren't the same as mine. And I wasn't going to compromise on my dreams like nobody should, but I wasn't going to compromise on my dreams for somebody else's because that's not fair to me because you're robbing me of my dreams. But in hindsight, I also can't expect that same thing from you for you to compromise your dreams that you have for me and mine. And so I now looking back was like, okay, we wanted two different things in life. I wanted to have a wedding in Italy. He never wants to get married again. Alicia, what the fuck? That should have been your like full stop right there. But I also, you know, want a farm and I want a ton of animals. He doesn't even want a dog. And so who doesn't want a dog? Are you a fucking serial killer? No, I'm just kidding. He's like the sweetest person. Everything, I have to give this much to him. Everything and the way that he showed up for him is like the sweetest human being. But there were just so many differences there. And I think because I tried so hard to pull him towards mine and he was doing the same with his because we are these two different people with two different dreams in mind, which is totally fine, by the way. Like, I think that's so normal. I think it's so healthy. There was no room for us to like then building a dream together while still having our separate things. Could it work down the road? Maybe. Who knows? But in this moment where we are in life right now, I'm focused on this podcast and cultivating this community and figuring out what my marketing agency looks like, along with setting down roots somewhere. And he is going through a divorce and growing his business. And then he had this dream of this business that he wanted me to be involved in. And I would have loved to, but I knew that being part of that and his dreams would take me away from all of this. And I think that also scared me too, because there have been times in life where I've compromised my dreams for somebody and always felt like I settled. Not to say that I would feel like I would settle with him because there were so many things that he brought to the table that my past partners had not. But at the same time, this was a huge thing. And so this is your big sister telling you that it is okay to want your dreams to the fullest extent. You don't have to compromise on them. There are things, yes, in life you will have to compromise for. But if you really want this thing, you have to go into it with everything that you have and with your entire heart 
and your entire ass because we don't half-ass anything and really just lean into that. While I, you know, would have loved to been a part of like a lot of things that he was doing in life and maybe same with him, I'm sure like he might have loved to be part of this podcast. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I feel like he's like the last person to open up about his shit. But while I would love to be part of that, I'm also not going to rob myself of my own dreams. And I don't want to settle again. I don't want to settle because I have done that so many times, not so much settling with him, but settling on building this dream business of mine that I hated who I was when I was that person. I hated who I was when I was settling and what I had to give up so many freaking times. And I really looked at everything and I was like, okay, Alicia, are you mad right now because he's talking to another girl or are you mad right now because you kept somebody around that wasn't going to show up the way that you needed them to show up? It was most likely the latter. It was me expecting this person to show up the way that I needed them to show up. However, they had totally separate goals and dreams and stuff, which is really very, very, very okay. It is normal. It is healthy. But I really had to do that work and be like, okay, why did you keep him around for so long? Why did you constantly think that this was going to work? And it goes back to me trying to make things work because that is how I've seen everything in my life. There was a lot of lessons to be learned. So if there's anything that you're taking away from this podcast, it is to go after your dreams. And yes, while there is room to make things work with a partner, a lot of times, a lot of people just won't get it. And that is okay because I didn't fully get his dreams either. And they made so much sense to him and mine make really, they make the most sense to me. And so whatever it is that you want to do and you are trying to figure out if you want to pull somebody into it, make sure that they have the same dream. I think there's also so many times where I see partners go into business, whether that is with a friend or family members or your romantic relationships, and they feel like if they don't show up like this, then they're not good. Like they're just going to be a bad partner when that's not the case. I think it's realizing that, hey, this person has their dreams and their visions and their goals in life, and I can't force them to want the same things that I do. And that is okay. Like, I think that's normal. There are people out there and I am so envious of them because I want to be this one day and I would love to have something with my partner and grow something with them down the road. It can work. However, I think the season in life that him and I were, it just didn't. And coming to terms with that has kind of sucked because <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's the end of that, but also maybe it's not. That's me holding on to some hope because <laughs> things were so freaking good. But I know that because things were good with him, I know that that exists out there as well. So I'm so grateful that he has taught me that in terms of like how somebody should show up for me, regardless of whether we're in a committed, serious, exclusive relationship or not. And just know that there is more out there. It is okay for you to follow your own dreams. You don't have to force anybody into it. You don't have to force your dreams onto other people and vice versa. And just live your best life. We're here for a good time, not a long time. I think we all need to remember that. And if you haven't yet subscribed, go ahead and do that. Hit that button because you're also here for a good time, as am I. 
and give your girl a rating because I love them. I love love notes. And we will see you in the next episode. You don't want to miss it. We're getting down and dirty with gut health, hormones, all of that. So I will see you next week and season two. Fucking let's go.